Avocado. Avocado. Open up your hearts, people. Page one, chapter one, verse motherfucking one. Now it's my turn. If you let me, you won't regret me. If you let me, you won't forget me. You will carry me with you, even though you've never met me. You will hang on my every word like a pair of testes. You will be mind-fucked, no S-T-D. Pardon me. I talk a lot of shit, but I practice what I preach. I internalize what I teach. My message goes out to a special niche of individuals whose grasp exceeds their reach, with gifts and goals to unleash, who bring forth blessings into existence using nothing but the power of their speech. I'm no guru nor therapist. I'm just a guy who knows things. I don't needlessly oppose things, and I try not to impose things. I simply pierce at the heart of the issue, like a nose ring. I think long and hard about a topic, no matter how controversial or toxic. I apply a unique blend of emotion and logic. I tread the line between the personal and the public. And I don't care much for optics. That's what makes this show so epic. I don't believe in extremes or absolutes. I believe in unearthing hidden truths, sharing clues and sharing views. It's a form of intimacy, kind of like sharing nudes. Whatever your gender, race or religion, I wish to share with you my unique vision. If you've pressed play, it means you've made a conscious decision to join me on this mission. If you're familiar with seasons past, then you know every episode promises a mental bomb blast. You've waited far too long, but at long last, you are welcome to season four of the Young God Podcast. Welcome to season four of The Young God, the most ridiculous, most amazing, most uplifting, most elevating, mentally stimulating podcast on the planet. Yes, tell them I said so. The Young God is the shit and I'm your host Rodney Omokacha and God knows it is good to be back. 
I bet you didn't know that I had the wordplay in my skill set. I bet you didn't know I was good with those words like that. I mean, you knew I could talk, but you didn't know I could spit. You didn't know I could rhyme. You didn't know I had that poetry thing going on in my mind. Well, I do. And uh, there's more in it for you. So stay tuned. You know, because when I'm, when I'm not podcasting, I'm writing rhymes and dropping dimes. And as I said in the multi-hyphenet episode from last season, I am a jack of many trades and a master of some. Some, not all of them, just some. And I'll be putting a lot of those trades on display for you guys this season. I'll be using all the skills in my arsenal to educate, entertain, and express myself. Y'all ain't ready for this one. I'm attempting to bring a one-of-a-kind podcast experience through my stories, my history, past, present, and future, through my guests and their stories, you know? It's just, I'm trying to bring dangerous conversations and unexpected revelations. I'm digging deep and losing sleep. Okay, that last part was a lie. I get a lot of sleep. I don't lose, I don't lose sleep for nothing. I just desperately wanted to ram on that one. But you get the gist. So let me catch you up on what's been going on in my life since we last said goodbye in the season three finale. So uh, professionally, professionally, I've been busy building, building my companies, building brands for my clients, building credibility, you know, building my bank account. Easier said than done, but we move. And it's been a test, you know, it's been, it's been a test with the way the year has been. But we're grateful we're alive. Um, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, and I've, I've done my best, you know? I always do my best. Oh, and by the way, I co-founded the first podcast conference in Nigeria called AfroPodCon, and it debuted on International Podcast Day. That was on the 30th of September last month. Some of you, sorry, excuse me. Some of you may have been in attendance, some of you may have missed it, but basically, we invited 10 of Africa's most promising and professional podcasters to talk about how underrated the power of the voice is. I'm talking about like the Avengers of podcasting because they were a diverse panel of, of podcasters across several genres. So, talking anime, business, documentary, sports, romance, and more. And it was, it was just amazing. That, that conference was another goal. I desperately wanted to, 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 to get under my belt and I did it, we did it. Thanks to my amazing team. Thanks to all of you who supported us and attended, who bought tickets. And I cannot wait to go again next year. So that's my life professionally. Romantically, <laughs> where do I begin? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting as well. I've been talking to, to different kinds of women with varying results. All year long, since, what, February, when the lockdown was just beginning to happen, up until now, up until this very moment. You know, I'm out here trying to find out what works for me, what's best for me, and what's best for them. You know, and, uh, but yeah, I'm still single, so what can I say? And no, no, it's not been bad at all. I'm not single because it's been bad. It's just that, you know, each woman is amazing. They've all been amazing. But what you learn over time is that it's not enough for a person to be amazing. Because I myself am amazing too, but the dots didn't connect with them in the way that it should. 
You know, and the thing with being amazing is that you know not to waste each other's time. You know, you talk your talk, you know, see what's up. And if you're just not aligned in the way that you should, you just call it a day, you know. You just know when to walk away without scarring each other. You basically live to fight another day, is what I'm saying. Because what I lost in a romantic partner, I gained as a friend. So, you know, it's a win. And that's very important for me. I don't take L's. I do not. Um, and what's really interesting, though, is that my experiences in the romantic department this year have inspired me to create a couple of episodes focusing on relationships. And if you know me well, you know that in the three seasons that I've been doing this, I have touched on relationships very sparingly. But this season, <laughs> I expect three or four three or four episodes talking about um, just my, my, my views on relationships, hot take after hot take, you know, just, um, and, and, and they'll be helpful to everyone else who's, you know, whether you're in one or you're out of one, it's just going to just be an eye-opening expose on, you know, the young God's view on these things. So make sure you subscribe because you don't want to miss this. Um, as you all know, uh, 2020 has been basically a whole decade. Like, there's some things that when someone reminds me happened this year, I'm like, that was this year? No, like that was this year because that's just how much, like every day is a new um, drama and wow, we are overwhelmed as a race, as a, as a human race. We are all like, we've had it up to here, but it's almost over. But then uh, the thing with time is that it doesn't operate in a calendar form. Just because 2020 is over doesn't mean that everything is suddenly going to just stop. But yeah, I don't want to go into much. I don't, I don't want to go into it much, but let's just say that COVID is like the big bad wolf in that story about the three pigs, the three little pigs that we, ha we, we, we listened to when we were kids. And here's what I mean. If you remember the story, the three little pigs were trying to escape the big bad wolf, right? And they entered a house made of straw. But the wolf huffed and puffed and blew that house down. Then they ran off and entered into a house made of sticks. But that bad wolf huffed and puffed and blew that house down as well. Until the pigs entered a house made of bricks. And in that way, no amount of huffing and puffing could bring that brick house down. So for me, COVID was, was asking the question, right? It was asking us, what kind of house do you have, right? Is your mental health made of straw, sticks, or bricks? Is your financial health made of straw, sticks, or bricks? Is a relationship with people made of straw, sticks, or bricks? Is a relationship with God made of straw, sticks, or bricks? What kind of house have you been building? Is your life made of straw, sticks, or bricks? And before now, maybe there was no way to know because you had a lot of things going on, a lot of things to distract you. But once things shut down, once lockdown was in effect and life halted, basically, we began to take notice of those who had straws and sticks and those who had bricks. So here's an example, right? Remember how um, people always preach about putting money aside for a rainy day? They would say to save your money first, then spend the rest just in case something happened, you know, 
save for rainy day, yada yada yada. And now that rainy day came in the in the in the in the form of COVID. So if you've never been a saver, if you've never been good with your financials, COVID was that wolf that blew your house down. So the lesson for me is like, yo, now that we know that rainy days are real and they can be really, really, really stormy, like something this bad can happen. So it's a lesson to build better foundations all around. Build your brick houses, yo. In here, in here, and in there. So yeah. Um, in fact, I was having a conversation with a friend and during that conversation, I realized that if this pandemic had happened, say five or four years ago, my house would have been blown away, like into the ocean. But thankfully, so many of my dogs were in a row by the time it hit. So I feel very fortunate and low-key proud of myself for having a decent house because it wasn't a mistake. You know, I think I, I felt like I, I tried to do the right things in my own way. I mean, it wasn't all perfect, but... Um, I can't complain. I'm I'm better off than a lot of people around the world. So, um, so yeah, I think like this happened for me at the perfect time, and I'm grateful for that. I am mature and stable enough to withstand the uncertainty, and it's God's grace to be honest. It's God's grace, and I also know that many have not been as fortunate. So, you know, I'm just thinking of them. My heart goes out because it could have easily been me. Like if you're in a position right now where you're like you know, comfortable. Keep in mind that it could easily be you. Maybe you were born in a different lifetime, in a different body, in a different country or circumstance, and you could be the one who is like having high blood pressure, figuring out how you're going to move forward because your house was made of straw or sticks. So, um, so yeah, we remain grateful and I'm sending good energy to anyone out there who's going through it at this time. I hope it all works out to victory. Always. Wow. So that's that with the life update. Let's get back to the matter at hand. Season four. Season four, season four, season four. This season is about me mastering my narrative. You know, it's about my story and sharing it with you guys through music, poetry, monologue, and dialogue. It's about putting myself out there in a way that I haven't ever done before. And it's about to be my greatest season ever. Mark my words. In fact, one of the key creative decisions I made this season was to include more poetry and music. And I'm not just talking about the music of others. Even though that is going to play a part as you saw in the beginning. That was Lil Wayne's um, Shoot Me Down. Amazing song. I think you should listen to it if you don't know it if you don't know it at this point. It's a very poignant song. And um, but yeah, I'm gonna be sharing my own music, as in music I wrote, performed, and produced myself back in the day. I will take you back in time to 10 years ago. 10 years ago to my college days when I was a rapper slash singer slash songwriter, making music in my dorm room with my guys. So each week, I will dedicate a special episode where I will share a song of mine as well as the story behind it. I'll give you a glimpse of what I was like when I was 18, 19, 20, 21. My stage name at that time was... (laughs) 
my stage name at that time was Dirty Sexy Rodney. Yes, you are not in a dream. This is not a drill. They used to call me Dirty Sexy Rodney. Dirty Sexy for short. DSR if you wanted to abbreviate it. But yeah, before there was the young god, there was Dirty Sexy. And as you can see, I've always been good with naming things. So yeah, um, and I'm sharing these songs because I feel like they're so ahead of their time. In my opinion, really, honestly, to this day, when I listen to them, they give me chills. I'm so proud of, you know, that aspect of my history. I'm just in awe of what I was able to accomplish creatively with nothing but a laptop and a microphone. Like I didn't have much, but I did the most and it was good. You know, I've been a creative for the longest time. I, I legit could have been a musician if I was serious. That's how good I was, you know. But maybe it's just me, right? Maybe it's all in my head. You know how it is sometimes. But you guys will soon find out. The important thing is that it's a big part of my story, my narrative, and I want you guys to be a part of that. I want you guys to see that. Um, and it's, it's, it's all of that that happened then that has led to this podcast you now so enjoy. Uh, and something else to note that the songs that I'm going to share will not be available anywhere else but on this podcast. So only listeners, only fans of the show, those who tune in week in, week out, will get to experience this other side of me. It's for you guys. It's just for you guys. Oh, and by the way, uh, how do you like the show's new cover art? It's something I worked on during the lockdown. It's one of the things that I, I dedicated myself to. So it's been six months in the making, going through different versions and iterations and, you know, just getting myself into the groove of being a photographer and, you know, um, editor again. I was just so over the old art, so I made time to create a new one. And I came up with the concepts, I styled it, I shot it, and I edited the images myself. Guys, what can I not do? Tell me, what can your host not do? To God be the glory, man. So yeah, what do you think of the of the, of the podcast art? I want to know. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know um, how you're feeling about it. And and don't you wish there was a place where Young God fans could like hang out and have conversations on the things that happen on this show? Because I feel like there's so many things that go down, but there's just not a place where we can congregate. And I think that would be dope. Which is why I've decided to create a special Telegram group for fans of the show. A very, very, very special group. And uh, it's one of the things I really want to do with season four, which is build a community of young gods. I've been thinking about it all the way since season two, but right now I'm super attentional about it now. And I'll tell you why. I'll give you I'll, I'll give you the backstory why I really want to do this. So this podcast attracts amazing people, right? Intelligent, creative, curious, free thinking. But when I interact with you guys, I only get to speak with you guys in my DMs. And even though it's also, I mean, even though it's always so enriching to get feedback and, and have conversations about topics I cover, I think it's time you guys met one another. I want a space where those of you who get me, who get this podcast, who believe in what I'm trying to do, who want to share their reactions and, you know, want to engage with each, with each other. I want to give you guys that space. I'm tired of it just being one-on-one -on -one with me. I want it to be all of us enriching each other's because iron sharpeneth iron. Besides, 
I'm going to be tackling some very interesting issues. And trust me, you're going to have a lot of feelings, a lot of things to say. And I want us to have a place where we can say it, not just in the DMs. So to that effect, I created a Telegram group for true fans only. If this sounds good to you, please join the group via the link in the description of this episode. And moving forward, all conversations will be had there. Yes. Woo. Please, may I have a sip of water? Thank you very much. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, a wise man once said, if you don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Which is why I've decided to give you guys the option to make a donation to the podcast if you feel so inspired. A lot goes into making this podcast. So if you feel compelled to support it financially, there's a special donation link available in the description. And uh, funds go to things like marketing, hosting, and this tea that I drink to keep my voice crisp and clear and sweet for you guys. So, uh, you know, feel free. It's uh, it's not a do or affair. It's just, uh, let's see, let's see. Let's see what it's about, right? Which leads me to my next point. I would also like to appreciate the brands that have graciously agreed to support season four of the podcast, not just with their mouths, but with their money. I'm talking about you, 8689 Foods. You guys are the real MVP. Thank you for taking a chance on me and my show at a time when um, it's not mainstream to sponsor or advertise on podcasts, but you guys took this journey with me. Um, you have my respect and my gratitude. And I, you know, intend to get my listeners to see what I see in you guys. Guys, check them out on IG at 8689food. If you know me, you know I don't play. I practice what I preach. And I'm so committed to giving you guys more of me than ever before. So much so that in the next episode, I'm going to share fun facts about myself. And I don't mean basic things like, oh, I'm an Aries or, oh, I like milk and sugar. No, no, none of those basic things. I'm talking serious stuff. Some things I've never said out loud before. You know, I'm going to peel back the layers about key aspects of my character, my history in a way that I've never done before. And I think it's going to be dope. Uh, I've put a lot of thought into it because you think you know me. You think since you've been following me this past four seasons, three seasons that you know me. Wait until you hear what I have in store. It's a new level of vulnerability for me and I'm eager to share it with you guys because you guys deserve it. You guys are awesome. I keep telling you. And um, believe me when I say it, that I could not have asked for a better group of fans, a better group of listeners. So yeah, so that's that. Yo, that's that um, on that for season four. Oh, and one last thing before I go. I made a decision during the hiatus to be the best podcaster I can be to be the best podcaster I possibly can be. Looking at everything that I've accomplished so far and what I have become as a result of being a podcaster, I was thinking to myself one day and I was like, damn, I want to be the best podcaster I can possibly be. And this is something I've never said out loud about anything else. And I've done many things, many, many things. And not once did it occur to me that I wanted to be the best I could be at that thing. You know, obviously I wanted to be good enough, but, you know, for the first time in my short life, I found something that commands the best of me. 
and you guys will bear witness. This is the young God. <laughs>